Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. What if I told you that you could find three to five extra hours a week if you only knew how to audit your time and actually do something about it? What could you do with those hours? Would they be hours you could work on your online business without sacrificing family time? Or maybe they're hours you could create memories with your family. Maybe you could add a creative outlet to your life for relaxation and fun. Where you spend your time matters when it comes to the vision you have for your life and the goals you want to achieve. Successful people only have 24 hours a day, just like the average person. Just like you and me, we only have 24 hours a day to use. Now, it's what they do with that time. It's how they manage that time. It's how they set priorities with that time that makes the difference and separates them from the average person. Finding more time in your day can be a challenge. I know I have a full plate already as a busy working mom. I like to call myself a full productive mom, not really busy, but I understand finding that time is a challenge, but here are eight tips that may help you out. The first one is to keep a time log. Write down how you spend each hour of your day. Now, this will help you see where you're spending most of your time and help you identify areas where you can make adjustments. Make sure to stay to the end of this episode because I have a challenge for you this week to actually audit how you spend your time, and I'll walk you through the steps to do that. So more on that later. This one is one of the most important to getting started and figuring out where you need to change things, where you need to keep things the same, where you need to pivot, all of that going on. So make sure to stick around. Number two, prioritize your tasks. Make a list of the tasks that need to get done and prioritize them based on their level of importance, not based on how easy they are to get done, based on the level of importance. Also, choose how many you actually need to get done that week. Set time to do each of those things and then only do the other less important tasks if you have open space to do so. The following week, you'll reprioritize. You'll determine what is the most important for that week and you'll pick your steps and your schedule based off of that. This will help you focus on the most important tasks and avoid wasting time on less important ones. Now I want you to set priorities in general. Determine what's most important to you and your family and then prioritize your time accordingly. So for example, if spending quality time with your children is a top priority, then make sure you're allocating enough time to do so. Maybe you're setting aside a few evenings dedicated to family time. I know for us, Friday nights are when we usually have that family time. Most of the time we are all back home. 
and we're all too tired from the week to actually go out and do anything. So it becomes a movie night or a game night or something just a bit more low key, but I love it because we're all together. Most of the time we order pizza or do something crazy like that. Uh, Maybe even have ice cream. You know, it's just being together that matters for us. And if we know we have that one day, then we can get through the rest of the week and then just kind of regroup as a family. Now, the third tip I have for you is to create a schedule. I want you to think about developing a daily, a weekly, or a monthly schedule that includes specific times for activities such as meal preparation, household chores, work, leisure, you know, the thing that's fun for you to do, the creative things. I want you to create time blocks for different activities. This can help you manage your time more effectively and ensure you're using it in a way that aligns with your priorities. I'm not the best at time blocking my work, but I'm working on it. That's something that is important to me to figure out. I have a weekly calendar that I created because store-bought ones never have early enough times for me because I am an early bird and they don't have the breakdown that I'm actually looking for. So I just made my own simple, cheap, and scrappy schedule. It's on a piece of paper. I print it out. It works fine for me. And each week in my weekly meeting with myself, I add all activities or responsibilities of mine to that calendar. I don't add any other responsibilities of my family members. So my husband is in charge of going to get um, my oldest from gymnastics at a certain time. I don't add that to the calendar. I'm only putting in things I need to think about personally. It includes my workouts, work calls, work time blocks for my contracted work, and also work time for my personal work. So like podcasting and writing. I put in meal prepping, uh, home management times. I also put in creative outlets. So like even I put in coffee with friends or running or whatever it is. And I even put in entertainment times because there are a couple times a week. There's a couple shows I like. So I block that time out to know I get to watch that show. Now, if something else comes up, I'm not tied to it or anything, but it is kind of a fun leisure downtime for me. One of the important things that happens when you do this is that you can see what white space you have. We talk about white space a lot because if you don't have any in that schedule, that's a red flag that you need to take a deeper look at prioritizing. You might need to let go of something in your schedule. I know it seems like you can't do that, But believe me, there's always something that can be let go of. The fourth way to audit your time, eliminate time-wasting activities. Now, we just talked about that. You might need to let go of something. That's where this comes in. Identify activities that are just taking up way too much time and take them out of your routine. Now, this could include social media scrolling. Yeah, I'm talking to you. If you are on social media too much, turn it off. It's, It's not real life you know, um, have fun on there, scroll for a little bit, but know if it consumes you. And maybe even binge watching TV shows. If you have Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever, um, you might be doing too much watching of TV shows or excessive online shopping. Okay. Yeah. Do you do that? I mean, I guess I get suckered into Amazon here and there, but I'm not a shopper at all. So this doesn't apply to me, but maybe you do like to shop. Um, For me, I really dislike malls altogether. I don't like running errands. I don't shop for fun. I am like a guy when it comes to shopping. I'm telling you, I need a nap afterward. 
totally a tangent, but yeah. So if you need a nap after you shop, let me know because maybe I am not alone in this. <laughs> but anyway, that has never been my thing. Um, so what is it for you? What are some time wasting activities that you could put on the back burner or just say, I'm going to limit my time to 10 minutes scrolling a day on social media or, or whatnot. Um, number five, delegate tasks. I want you to consider delegating some of your tasks to others. Um, it could be a spouse, a family member, hired help. Uh, this could include household chores, childcare, or work-related activities. Now, when I uh, coach with clients, a lot of times we talk through this. Like maybe you want to hire someone to clean for you or to drive your kids around or to do something so that it can help open you up to be able to focus on uh, something that you're working on, whether it's your online business or your ministry or um, having some downtime for yourself or whatnot. And I do get pushback a lot because it's hard to take one of the things that you think is your responsibility and delegate it to someone else. Like maybe I'm not a good enough mom if I or wife or whatever if I can't keep up with the cleaning. Like those are some real thoughts that we have. Now, personally, I'm debating hiring a cleaner to come once a month or maybe once every other month just to do the deep cleaning that I don't like to do and I don't really have the time to do it. Um, we're really good in our house to keep things tidy day to day, but that deep cleaning is something I would really like more of. And, um, you know, I think we talked about this last week that I delegate to my kids the cleaning. They do a lot of the cleaning for me because they are very capable and it's helping them learn responsibility. So one thing that I do, like as I'm thinking about, do I hire this help, right? Um, yes, it costs money, but I think of how much time it would save me and the money is more of an investment for me because it seems worth it to me to have that off my plate so that I can focus on creating content that will make me money, right? So in business, I've hired two of my kids to help with some of the more menial, menial tasks. Um, one of them does my podcast editing for me and my, my other one does my website maintenance. He deletes any spam comments, he updates my plugins, and he's also my social media manager. He lets legitimate people who contact me know how to get a hold of me since I'm not on there anymore. And that's really freeing for me because I don't have to go do that part because I just don't want to be on social media. So what is that to you? What is something you could take off your plate and delegate? And who could you delegate it to? Number six, use your downtime. I want you to think about taking advantage of small pockets of downtime during your day, such as waiting in line or maybe in your commute, uh, just to tackle small tasks, like replying to emails or making phone calls. This seems like it wouldn't save time at all, but it really can. One thing for me, when I'm in the line at the grocery store, for example, sometimes my goal is to not take out my phone and just to be present and just to have that white space for a minute. But other times, like when I'm sitting at the dentist with my kids, I could answer emails or messages in my community. Simple things that can get done in a matter of minutes that I won't have to do later. I listen to Voxer messages with my masterminds while I'm driving, or I listen to podcasts just to grow myself. Uh, sometimes I'm just being when I'm driving too. That's many times when I get that white space to think or pray or just do nothing because that's important. But use that downtime. Use it wisely, whether you need to use it for white space to think or you can use it in a different kind of productive way to get some work done. 
Seventh, streamline your routine. Here's what I mean. I want you to look for ways to streamline your routine and make tasks more efficient. So when I say streamline, I'm talking workflows or efficiencies. So this could include meal prepping, for example. Um, do it all at once. Uh, meal prep for the week plan, write that grocery list, and then order everything for it to be picked up later. That's something that I do. I'd like to streamline my meal prepping even more because I don't even like doing it every week. I want to do it like once a month or I just want to have a list, like a weekly list that I can just pull and go, okay, here's the grocery list. I'm just going to order these things because this is what we're going to have for dinner for the week, right? Um, so I'm getting there with that, but that's something that you can do. Setting out clothes the night before, having kind of that nightly routine where you can get things ready for the next day. I do this uh, with my exercise clothes and my regular clothes. So I have them set out on my dresser. My exercise clothes are right there so that I can get up, put them on, and know I'm going on a run. And that's helpful because if they're set out, it's more likely to go. Um, also, you could think about using productivity tools like time management apps. Um, considering using technology, such as apps like that or digital calendars to help you manage your time more efficiently, is really a great use of technology. These tools can remind you of appointments, track your to-do lists, and help you stay organized. Because not all technology is bad. You know, I, I always say I don't like technology and all the things. But really, it's not a bad thing. We might as well make use of it while we have it. I'll have to do an episode on technology, actually, and how I plan, how I use it to plan my week and streamline my routines. Because I could go on and on about the ways that I do it. Uh, but I think an actual episode dedicated to that would be helpful. Um, so we will do more with that later. But think about that. How can you use technology and apps to help you out? And finally, number eight is to get enough sleep. It may seem counterintuitive, but getting enough sleep can actually help you be more productive and feel more energized throughout the day. Aiming for seven to eight hours of sleep each night to help you feel rested and focused is important. Do the things that will help you sleep. You know, what are some of those things? Maybe making sure you have enough magnesium, adding blackout curtains in your bedroom, turning off technology an hour and a half before bed, things like that. I'm still tackling this one as sleep has always been a challenge for me. I go to bed early, but staying asleep is hard for me. So I'm still a work in progress, but I do make it a priority to test different things to help along the way because I know how important it is for our bodies to sleep. Our mental clarity is better, our energy increases, and we are just nicer people when we get sleep. Your family will thank you. Make sure to get sleep. All right, so those are the tips I have for you on how to find more time. Number one, keep a time log. Number two, prioritize your tasks. Number three, create a schedule. Number four, eliminate time-wasting activities. Number five, delegate tasks. And number six, Use your downtime. Number seven, streamline your routine. And number eight, get enough sleep. So tip number one was about tracking your time. I want to talk a little deeper about this one today. I track my work time, one, because it's how I invoice my contracted work, so I need to, but also two, so I can see just how much time I'm spending working on my online business each week and what I'm working on, because it helps me to gauge if there's anything I can adjust in my tasks and responsibilities to streamline my processes a bit more, or also to see if I'm spending a majority of my time on priorities that will grow my business, or if I'm wasting time on menial tasks that don't make any money. 
This is a great way to monthly or quarterly reevaluate priorities and tasks. It's a great way to see what maybe could get delegated, what needs to be added, what needs to be deleted, and if where I'm spending time lines up with my values, priorities, and boundaries. Dun, 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 right? Because that's what you want. You want where you're spending time to line up with those things for yourself. This is an activity I actually have my intentional purpose plan clients tackle because before we can make any adjustments, we have to know what needs adjusting. In order to know that, we need to know where our time is going. I think it will be a surprise to you when you see everything added up and just where you're spending your time and how much time you're dedicating to certain activities that you may deem less important or less of a priority. Once you've audited your time, then you can create an intentional plan to rework what you're doing, where you're spending your time, and really live. I know we don't want to just go through the motions daily. I know we don't want to feel like our life is menial. Well, it starts here by knowing how you spend your time. If you want to dive deeper into creating your own intentional purpose plan together, then head to redhotmindset.com forward slash coaching to learn more about the one-on-one coaching with me. I've kept my pricing for one-on-one clients fairly low because I want it to be budget-friendly for you, but I will be increasing prices soon based on demand and the time I have to dedicate to it. Right now, I only take on three new coaching clients a month, so if you're feeling the tug that you want to get things in order so you can have more peace in your home and create time to do something of impact that will earn you an income, then what are you waiting for? Head to redhotmindset.com forward slash coaching and book with me today. Let's get that intentional purpose plan created for you. All right. So that was just a little bit of a plug, but you know, if you want to do some coaching, really think about it and come hang out with me. But let's talk a little bit about how to do the time audit. I use a technology, a software called Toggle and it's T-O-G-G-L. Now there are All other ones out there, Clockify is one. You can use a piece of paper, whatever you want to use to track your time. But think about how do you want to track it, okay? And I'm going to challenge you to do this for at least a week. But if you can commit to tracking for a month, then you're really going to see your habits and patterns when it comes to time. Let's talk about what to track. Now in Toggle, you can put different categories in so you can create different categories and track your time based off of that. So say I have social media usage for one, then if I'm on social media, I will just click play or I'll click you know start. And then when I get off, I'll click stop. And then it'll tell me how long I was on. I don't have to think too much about it. So a few things to track and you can maybe add to this list as well. Social media usage, phone usage, TV watching, working, family time, time for yourself, uh, household management, which could include like everything, meal prepping, running errands, cleaning laundry, anything and everything that has to do with keeping up your home. Uh, Exercise. Those are kind of the main ones that I can think of. Uh, You may have other categories that you can think of, but I think that's a really good starting point. So here's what some things that you can learn from tracking your time specifically. You can learn what you need to stop doing or what you need to take less time doing. You can learn what you may need to delegate because it's taking too much of your time and not really something that you need on your plate. One thing that I think about when I delegate in business is if this is going to take me 
hours to do that someone else could do in 20 minutes and I could pay them to do it, but I could focus on things that will take me less time, that's worth it for me. That is worth the investment. Uh, You can learn what you may need to adjust or add more time to something. Maybe there's an activity you need to add more time to. You need to focus on a little bit more based off of your priorities. Uh, You can take time off some activities, creating workflows and routines. So, so much can be learned from doing a time audit. You'll also learn if what you're doing and spending the most time on lines up with your values and priorities. I think that's the main one and that's the key. If it does, then I want you to give yourself a pat on the back or a high five. Maybe I'll give you a virtual high five right now. Um, But if it doesn't line up, then you know you can change it so that it does. So let's talk a little bit about how this actually helps you find more time because you're like, great, I'll audit my time, but I feel like that takes a lot of time to do, right? But here's what's going to happen. You're going to see gaps in your day. You'll see too much time in different places. For instance, you might not realize you're spending upward of four to five hours on your phone or social media day. An average is like six hours. Did you know that? But here's the thing. Awareness is the first step to making changes in how you spend your time. When you change how you spend your time, you can find more of it. So if you realize, if you find out that you're spending four hours on your phone or social media, you can quickly change that. And you can do it even by adding a timer to your phone so that you can't do anything on it after a certain amount of time. But if you change that one thing, you're going to gain a couple hours back in your week. Actually, maybe a lot of hours back in your week, right? So that's how it can help you find more time. Now, how does this help with work-life balance itself? If you're a working mom like I am, you may not realize all the time you're spending on work. This will help you gauge if you're spending the right amount of time on the tasks you have. It'll help you set boundaries if you need to. And this is what I'm working on right now, if I'm going to be honest with you. Setting work boundaries so it doesn't seep into my family quality time. I don't ever want my family to suffer at my hands. And honestly, this is something that has happened recently, and I'm working to change it. I'm always looking at my time and auditing it to figure out how can I best utilize it so that we all win so that my business can win, so that my family can win, so that I can win, you know, so I can have that rest that I need, right? So remember that finding more time in your day requires some intentional effort and discipline. It's important to be realistic about what you can accomplish in a day and make adjustments as needed to ensure you're using your time in the most productive and meaningful way possible. And don't beat yourself up if you don't get done everything on your list. Maybe if that's the case, then you need to reevaluate how many things are on your daily or weekly list to get done and set some new expectations for yourself. I really challenge you to take the time audit challenge. It will be insightful for you as you work to find more time for the things you love. And if you do decide to take this challenge with me, I would love to hear how it goes. Let me know. Did you do it for a week? Are you doing it for a month? What did you find? What are some breakthroughs you had? Uh, feel free just to email me at um, info at gabecoxcoaching.com or come hang out with me in our free Facebook community, Simplicity and Motherhood. It's the only place I hang out on social. It's one place that I do engage, but come hang out with me there. Share with us there. And again, if you want an even deeper dive into this, 
and you're like, Gabe, I want this for my life, but I'm not really sure how to get started or how to take time, take what I learn and create a plan with it, then hop over to redhopmindset.com forward slash coaching and book a call with me. I would love to help you craft your intentional purpose plan for impact and income, all for the glory of God. In all things, I pray you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.